Good afternoon, good evening, welcome back to another Team List Tuesday. Roscoe and Paulie are here with me. Hey Roscoe, how you doing, mate? Hey, good, thanks, Timmy. How are you, mate? Yeah, pretty good. Just got that sneeze out and you know how it just kind of hangs around after that and feel like there's another one coming. You've got like the, the dancing nostrils. Just yeah, like, the, yeah. the dancing nostrils, the, the, the welling in the back of the eyes as you're about to have another sneeze. Oh, all right. How's your, how's your fantasy team go? Mate, I am just about to put the white flag up, I think. I think my, I think my season's well and truly done. I've got to make my last trade this week. Mitchell Moses with his glass jaw. So that white flag, did you buy it at the same shop Cookie bought his from? Uh, mate, I didn't know Cookie put the flag up. Uh, it's been up for a few weeks, I think. Well... I think it was once. Um, once he made that bet with Paulie, that Paulie w- wouldn't catch him. It was the the straw that broke the camel's back. One would say, um, putting on that bet a little bit too cocky, full of himself. I think, and um, it's going to be close. But yeah, Paulie was about almost a seven hundred thousand short and down on points and luck, but turned it around. And uh, yeah, it's good. So, Paulie, how you going, mate? You reckon you're going to get in on the bet? It's all going to come down to the last two trades that I've got. If I use them wisely, yep. I'll beat him, I reckon. Oh, nice. So, you got any trades planned this week, mate? I think so. Keeping, I think one for yourself. No, no, I think this is the round, and I think we'll get into it now, right? This is the round to make you... Yep. Your bold move. If you've got over two trades, sure you can hold one to the end. But I think two. I think definitely use two trades this week if you've got on one trade. If that's your last trade, because it's yep. um it's just got to that stage. Yeah. So, what sort of players are you looking at bringing in this week, Paulie? So, I, unlike most, I actually need middles and edges because I lost Jacob Preston. And I've got Haas and Carrigan on by. I know a lot of people have lost centres and wing fullbacks. They might have got a couple back though. Aiken and Lomax have been named. So that helps um, some people. Um, but then Valance is out if people rely on him as a green dot. Um, so I think I think the key thing is is how much money you've got. And yep. now because it's your last trade, you're just trying to get your salary cap as close to zero. So all this stuff about whether a guy is a good buy and whether he's going to make money. It's all out the window now. It's just who's the best guy you can get for the price is remaining. It's more like a draft scenario now. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm looking at um, one of the mids I'm looking at getting in this week because I'm in a similar situation with mids, basically have no one. I'm looking at Nat Butcher, Paulie. Yep, one of the ones I'm looking at too. We must be the old either great minds think alike or fools never differ. But either way, we're on the same wavelength because that's he's in a lot of my different trade scenarios this week. And the advantage he has is he has that DPP. He scores relatively consistently. It's it's a good one for the back end of the year because even if there is another out, if you're running with a hop good or something like that, you don't actually have to trade necessarily in in round twenty seven. It's going to take a lot for him not to play 80 minutes. It can happen, but it's going to take a lot of variables. Angus Crichton back is one of those, but it's but there's many others that would have to occur. The Roosters have to win each of their last three games, so they'll be playing hard, uh, good combinations, and guys like Walker potentially coming back. It's only going to be better for um, Butcher. 
Yeah. And um, Roscoe, other players that people are looking at bringing in this week, particularly with Lemuelo out, who would you recommend if, you've got, if you're a Lemuelo owner? Uh, well, I am a Lemuelo owner, but I don't have any trades, uh, along with Lodgy sitting in my uh, emergencies. Um, I'm just having a quick look at the predictor. Um, Sensors are a tough position. Poorly will attend. But I don't mind Tino, to be fair. Um, a bit of a price difference um, is more of your top top tier um, mids, but I like him as a, like almost a, a non-owner. Um, he's got a real low percentage, and I think he's going to finish the season um, like he did last week. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a really good shout, mate. What do you reckon, Paulie? I like it, and I think if you've got bat, if you need backs, Gagai, if you've got heaps of money, and Karaz, if you don't. Yeah, that's yeah. that's a good shout too. Karaz, especially after he got that forty in a well-beaten team, I think that's a good shout. Um, in terms of the actual cones, like so, I know I've got a number of guys out, but Movers is my biggest. Who's your biggest guy that's kind of fallen in the carnage this week, Paulie? I'm a Preston owner, so that's hurt me. I'm also very nervous about Jermaine Hopgood moving to the edge. I think we saw even this week just gone. He was already in the 30s early, like again, PPM in a minute, gets taken off. Not that worried, you know, taken off for a little bit. He'll come back on. He'll still hit a 50 or 60. But no, nah, he has to come back on the edge. He barely moved. The, the dial barely moved for the rest of the game. And it's not the first time this year we've seen Hopgood move to the edge and just have no impact whatsoever. I don't know why. That happens with him. He's such a hard worker when he plays in the middle, but when he moves to the edge, he just doesn't go looking for the ball, whether in attack or defence. And he, it's so, me, yeah, yeah, it's a massive call. Like if you have the, the trade, the luxury trade, maybe. But I don't know. For mine, I think Hopgood's a sell. A lot of you know, um, Matto was a tough one last week. But if you sold him last week, you would have been happy because it was a bit of a disaster score. I got a f- bad feeling that. Hopgood's going to get a 20-something this week. I feel mm-hmm. like we've got Haas and Hopgood and a Murray. That's potentially uh, – well, that's three red dots over the next, like, three weeks. Or three four weeks. Um, I yep. just feel like you're going to have to trade one of those players and yep. Hopgood would be the, the one I'd go. Um, going back to some spicy takes, I, I just – I was thinking about this guy today, but with the return of Papi – Puppy coming back. Nick Meany up against the uh, the Dragons this weekend. I reckon he's going to get an absolute monster score. You reckon with a bit of a point to prove that sort of stuff? Well, yeah, and he's a goal kicker as well. So I reckon at least six, seventy-five. Seven. I think last week was something like that. Mm. Had a big one Not last week. To back it up. Very short. <laughs> Um, the other one there that we, I mentioned, Nat Butcher, there before is the DPP, Paulie. Um, I guess the other one you could look at there, similar price, DPP is Sorensen. Yeah, I'd be very nervous about Sorensen now. I feel like that Penrith are about to arrest a few of the guys that have been doing the uh, hard yards for them. So I reckon Dylan Edwards is going to get a rest. I reckon Scott Sorensen's probably going to get a rest as well. Um, between now and the end. I don't think Theory necessarily will unless Ivan just goes a complete, like everyone's rested. But I don't know. I don't think he's going to do that with Cleary, but I do think he's going to be 
judicious and rest some players. And if it was up to me, Sorensen would probably be second on the list after Edwards as the person who's most in need of a of a rest out of that squad because of how much football he's played this year. Yeah, fair enough. Um, well, Scott, I know there were plenty of other people that have got other things they need to deal with. There is that Preston issue. There's Lemuelu. I mean, if you own anyone from the Dolphins, the, that Dolphin side is is not looking good. You could almost load up on, you could almost load up on some Tigers this week. Yeah, maybe another person that um, a few of us got on uh, a couple of weeks ago, old Danny Russell. Um, mm. So I feel. Has he been good? Pardon? Has he been good for a late season cash cow? Well, yeah, he sure has. He's a real workhorse. So um, look at the opposition they're playing this week. I just feel like he's going to have to tackle so much and he's going to get a lot of traffic come down his way. So could be a few demerits, but also I think his base is going to be well up. Um, so it's a sneaky shout. What is he priced at? He's at 4.41 and a break-even of one. So you're not really worried about cash, Jen, but more of a cash down and... Um, Yep. Spread that money if you've got a few trades, Paulie. You're, you're a big fan of Russell, of muscle. Yeah, we saw him, didn't we, last year for PNG, killing it. And yep. Yeah, I'm just kind of kicking myself, trying to forward, over, overthought it when it was between him and Colhoun because I forward thought to yes. this round, Haas and Carrigan, I thought, oh, Colhoun, Russell, I'll go Colhoun because I've got Haas and Carrigan and they'll be a mid. Well, yep. Colhoun's done nothing and Russell's done everything, so absolutely. That's exactly what I did, Paulie. But that, but that, but as Ross said, it's not too late because it is your last couple of trades. You don't yep. really need to overthink it with money and go, oh, it was two sixty five at the time, and now four forty one. Doesn't really matter if he fits. If you can make that jigsaw work, just get mm-hmm. him in. Um, yes. And Ryan Couchman, if you can't afford um, Russell, I think could be a crazy one that could come off for you because he's he's a good worker as well, and he's beaten out his brother for that bench spot. So if you just really broke and you had to go all the way down uh, same game hoping for the same sort of result where he just works really hard and he didn't miss a yep. tackle last week so maybe he can do the same but uh, it is tougher opposition yep. there was a couple other things there that probably need to be keeping an eye on I know um, Harry Grant owners were a little bit nervous last week when he got shifted to the bench uh, that's just managing minutes for him and on the run home Possible same sort of thing might happen to Munster, though, Roscoe? Uh, I actually don't think it hampered Harry Grant. Yeah, sure, he's not out there for as long, but if they just played the origin model just um, to weather Tarpanay and uh, Big Papali up in the middle yep. early. So Garlic weathered that storm and yeah, Grant came on. I think it's quite smart, actually. I think if they're playing big packs, you might just protect Harry for the first 20 or 30 and then throw him on like in origin and it works a treat. So, um, yeah. I'd say they'll probably keep that going, uh, going into finals. Now I know a lot of people looking at this as a winning fullback that they're possibly going to get in. I've seen people trading out Scott Drinkwater. I'm not necessarily against that, but one of the people, one of the trades people are looking at making is Latrell Mitchell or Kalen Ponger. How do you feel about buying Mitchell or Ponga this week, Roscoe? Uh, well, like I, I thought most people had Ponga, um, but 
Let me just have a look at some scores. Keep talking, Timmy. Yeah, you're um, right. Um, because Ponga, to me, Ponga would be a bit of a risk um, depending on whether Hastings plays. Like, I imagine, I imagine if Hastings doesn't play, I'd, I'd be very <laughs> nervous owning Ponga and possibly even consider it looping him. I definitely wouldn't be buying him. Depends. It depends what Rabbitohs show up. Because if it's the same team that played the Dragons, then I'd, I'd, um, I'd give Ponga a sniff, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, so Luttrell, 60 prediction, and uh, Ponga at a, a 37. So, um, look, it, it could well be that Ponga gets a 50-plus, but on, on paper, he'd go Luttrell, right? Yeah, well, you would, but then you have to deal with the fact that he doesn't play next week. Yeah, yeah, so it, it does balance that out. So that would be a risk as well. Um, Ponga does have that DPP, which is going to be handy over the next two rounds. There's very easily going to be people that are going to be out for a round or two. So I, 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 I just want to touch on what Paulie said before. I think now you're just buying singular positions and yep. you're just going for or you're going for broke for points. There's only yep. a few more leagues left, so I wouldn't be worried about crazy backup options just go for gold and make some uh, spicy plays to yeah to come off i'll put this option to paul and luke on their show today roscoe i said i wanted a, a choice between cam munster nat butcher or latrell which one would you go between those three cam munster latrell or nat butcher um for me because of the buy, I think I would probably go Cam Munster. Mm, okay. Um, and then... That's what I reckon. I reckon yeah. Munster's going to go ballistic the next three weeks. Yeah. I think he, that Melbourne are very similar to the old Roosters. They they know how to time their runs. They're not, they're not yeah. silly. And yeah. Let's be honest. They got dragons and titans. That I think they're very easy wins for them. And the good, it's come at a perfect time. Round twenty-seven, first the Broncos. That'll prep them for week one and going deep into the final. So it's actually yeah. you want you want to be facing some hard teams as a as a practice run. So they they've really they've got some lucky draw there. Um, now there's the only, yeah, yeah, I reckon there's only three sort of. T- like three types of teams that you want to take players from at this time of year. It's those that are fighting for like a top four spot, those that are fighting for a top eight spot, and those that have had horrible years, but, you know, they're kind of just trying to end on a high, like a Dragons or West Tigers. Um, they're the only players you want. So that's why Dan Russell can work in your favour because he's got point to prove. Or, yep. you know, like I still think a Bateman or IPAP could, have a, and Buller could have good games in the last three. Um, yep. uh, yeah, I think Manly's okay because even if they get knocked out, I think they're searching for next year. But Titans, this is a disaster the way that they're free-falling out of the top eight because Fafida, could, anything could happen with him. I've already seen Tanner Boyd not get named. And, and we're just going to see that with more and more more teams. And the worry with Penrith, Brisbane, the Warriors, they could end up one, two, three and no chance of changing in that last yep. round. And if that happens, we could see 
big players from those three clubs getting rested, which could be six, seven people in your fantasy team. So just yep. be really aware of that with your final trades, that, you know, that's what you've got to really look for. Yeah, that's, that's 100% where I'm thinking as well. Um, Melbourne, for instance, would have to play well in that game. They, they'll be pushing for a top four spot. That's why I'm thinking of Munster. Um, Jerome Hughes has played really well lately, so it could be a, a weird little pick. Mini, like Roscoe said before. Um, and then you're going to, as, as you kind of touched on there, Paul, you've got a couple of those guys that are right on that cusp of that eight. You've got Titans that are already sending guys off to, for pre-season surgery. Um, it's it's going to get really, really messy over the next couple of weeks. Yeah. So should we do a little bit of mixer before we finish up? Yeah, mate. Um, it was a good I'd round, happily, right? I'd happily talk about some mixer. It was a pretty good round, yeah, some, I figure, for what we talked about last week. Everything pretty much came. I, I, heard, I, heard, I heard somewhere on the grapevine you got 540. Yeah. we had a, Luke and I put our heads together for the video and, I thought I can't beat that. I'll run. I'll run with it, and it ran well. Um, but even your shout, I, I, I poo pooed it on air, and that was my mistake because Ali Brigginshaw had a good game as well. So she got, I think, fifty something. So as you said, said she would, and um, mm. I think all our tips from last week came off. So are you thinking more of the same? I mean, it's going to be hard to get away from some of these big names like Georgia Hale and and Toga Turkey um, and Isabel well, Kelly. That was some of the stuff that I was looking at there. You, you've got Cam McInnes. It's almost impossible to not pick Cam McInnes at, at nine. Um, you're going to pick a male halfback, whether that's Cleary or Johnson or DCE or Hines, you're probably going to pick one of them. Can't really argue with any of that. And yeah, Isabel Kelly, death surges. It's probably your wing fullback if you're making a core edge or wing fullback. So whether you go, yeah, and, female and that's where I'm at. Fullback or or male wing fullback. I mean, Luttrell yeah. wasn't outstanding. Maybe you go back to the well, thinking Kingston Newey's going to have to fire up. Tedesco, um, is one that could be really interesting because, as yeah. we said before, roosters have to go well. I can't, I can't, I, I couldn't do it. He, you're right, but but he's been so hot and cold. Like I'd rather have a Latrell or Ponga who seems their flaws yep. seem a little higher at the moment. I mean, Ponga might not, right? He's yep. had bad, bad flaws in the past, but I just I hate, like I, in those first two weeks, I copped a lot of low scores going for glory, and I've decided, no, I'm going to go those higher yep. four players from now on. So I think Teddy for mine would have to would have to put through the keeper. But, yeah, you're right. He could score better than anyone because he's, he's done it a few times this year where he's outscored everyone else. Um, and then the other side of that is the edge spot. So you could be looking at a male edge or a female edge. The male edge could be um, a bit of a tricky one. A Sorensen, a Bateman, or an IPAP might be good shouts over a Fafita. Um, yeah, like the Bateman shout. Possibly go that way. Yeah, like we're starting to run out of shot. starting to run out of women edges as options. There's there's Three. Yeah, it's PO absolute power. Did that get updated or Yeah. It's a bit frustrating. Um yeah. so, was an edge, she is now a mid. Yeah, that that's that's shafted me because I had Hale and Togatuki, so Yeah. 
I don't mind the Shania power shout. I think Kezi Apps is scoring tries to help Booster, which is fine. Like that's Fafita's done that for years, but but um, I don't know. Something about power, like her base is pretty good, and at some point she's got to get over the line, and then it could be a sixty-five. So that's probably where it's probably where I'll go, um, unless I go Upton because I love Upton. So that would be my other my other uh, option is to to do that. Yeah, it, it's hard to kind of go against it. The only thing that I would, and not, I, I definitely don't have the guts to do it. But the only other thing could be is going uh, Zahara Tamara, Timura, sorry, Zahara Timura um, at halfback. But it would be a very, very ballsy play. Um,. Paul, anything else? No, I, nothing else. I just think the extra anything ten else? minutes is for uh, for the men's game means my half is probably going to be a, a a men's player. Yeah, yeah, and and that's the same for the hooker position because it's getting the getting more tackles and it's been kind of the same for the edge position as well. Or mid, depending on which way you go. Um, are you going with Hale this week, or are you going with Taufa, or are you going with Togatuki? Who are you looking at going for in the mids? I'll go the say I find Georgia Hale just safe and reliable, so I'll just do that um, until she kind of proves me. Otherwise, I'll just keep picking her and McInnes and Kelly until they prove otherwise. Yeah, I haven't decided on Cleary or Hines yet. I'm going to do a deep dive on halves versus Cowboys before I make that call. Yep. Um, Roscoe, anyone, anything spicy you're looking at doing for Mixer this week or kind of just running with the pack? Um, yeah, it's just running with the pack. Uh, it's a shame that, um, yeah. yeah, the mids have so many, like, decent guns, like... As a yo, yo's a, a really interesting take. That's um, uh, yeah, we speak about every week. Wet under the radar, and now it's too expensive. But uh, yeah, I do like him. Yeah. I still like him for for points um, as a sell out a hop good to a yo. It's it's not a bad shout. But again, you do worry in that last round. That mm. uh, yeah, for, it makes it for fantasy for everything. So. Uh, you, you take a risk at this time of year and um, it could either pay off or it uh, backfires. That's why we love it, Timmy. Mm. That's why we love it. Um, outside of that, guys, I'm happy to throw up my second white flag for the night and say that we're done. Good stuff. Thanks, mate. Best Wrap of it up. All right. Thanks. Thanks, guys. Thanks for those for being a part of this. Um, hopefully, we'll be back next week. I've got no idea what we're going to talk about. Hopefully, someone will have some trades left. Paulie, you might have a trade left that we can talk about. Um, outside of that, bye for now. Have a good night. <laughs>